Hello, welcome to Spotlight, a ray of creative sunshine for the Isle of Man. Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. This evening, as the school breaks up, and no doubt the weather gets worse, a look at what is going on at Kensington Arts this summer in terms of summer workshops. More on LitFest 23. And a bit more chat with the president of the Manon Art Group, Ronnie Doyle. Remember, do get in touch with any creative artistic endeavours you may be involved in, planning, hoping to create, or would really like to, go on, shout it out, you know you want to, put in the spotlight. Poetic, visual, musical, theatrical, literary, ceramics. We never have enough ceramicists on this show. Get in touch, Kane at maxradio.com, or just spotlight at maxradio.com. I'll get them both, and I will get back. What are you waiting for? Well, the summer holidays are almost here, which means a lot of young folk will have more time on their hands than usually they know what to do with. Well, what better way to spend the summer than to immerse themselves in the world of art or photography or theatre, which is exactly what they can do if they go along to Kensington Arts in the heart of Douglas. To find out more, I dropped by to hear some of what was on offer. Hi, my name's Kai Verretto. I use they, them pronouns. I'm the Wild Track Project Leader at Kensington Arts. And so this summer workshop, we're just focusing predominantly on the photography side of things. Um, but Wild Track, the actual club, uh, does all things multimedia. So anything to do with filming, photography, graphic design, animation, but more on like a amateur sort of level. So nothing professional. It's just to kind of introduce the kids to what they can do, what's accessible. Um, you know, you don't need any fancy techie gear to just start doing something that you're interested in. Um, and we're open on Mondays, uh, it's half six till half eight uh, during term times. Um, but yeah, this summer project, um, it's from the 14th to the 18th, and it's from year seven all the way up to uh, year 13, I believe. So like just about 17, basically. Um, and uh, yeah, it's from absolute beginners. So if you don't even know how to use a camera, that's absolutely fine. If you don't own a camera, that's fine. We've got some on, on, uh, on the standby. Uh, but it's kind of first serve, first come, first serve sort yeah, of yeah. basis. Um, but um, yeah, so we're hoping to do some photography and learn how to use the software as well. We use Affinity instead of uh, Adobe, um, just because of the cost more than anything, to be honest. Um, and uh, we're hoping to go out a, a little uh, trip around Douglas to get some nice footage and, well, photos obviously um and i've named it new beginnings because i thought it was kind of a, a nice sort of start because a lot of kids will be starting in school in the new year and you know kind of sentimental for the parents and it kind of gets the kids thinking a little bit more outside the box you know um it was something that i wanted to start in easter but it just didn't come to fruition at the time um but here we are and it's a nice little introduction to what the wild track's all about and the staff as well and you know that the club is kind of theirs if they come along you know a bit more often <laughs> as the club will run throughout the year or yeah, yeah, the uh, club runs uh, whenever school is running, essentially. Um, so when it's half term or it's summer, uh, we'll be closed. Um, but I'm hoping to be able to get the numbers up and we'll be able to do some more things during the summer because I'd like to do filming and animation and lots of other things as well. But it just depends on uh, numbers as well, of course. And if they're interested as well. <laughs> yeah, surely. Well, I was going to say, what sort of kids do you get coming along normally? Uh, at the moment, there seems to be a, a bit of a buzz around photography at the moment. So that's mostly why I've done the uh, workshop uh, predominantly around photography. Because when we first uh, popped up, um, I think it was last year, 
Uh, we had a lot of uh, publicity and a lot of young people that came down uh, were very interested in the photography. But because we did do so much, obviously each day is different. Um, so we kind of maybe lost a few because we weren't doing it photography right then and there. <laughs> Plus them. Uh, so hopefully we'll get loads on uh, on board in the summer. I'm looking forward to it. And you say photography and obviously working there. Now, when I was a kid, of course, it was... I'm not going to go to, back to box brownies, but I did have an Instamatic 110, which was, you know, I was out thinking I was the bee's knees with that. Now, I'm assuming that's a little bit passe. Most of the kids now, are they sort of au fait coming along with their iPhones? or? Yeah, so I do encourage them to bring their phones, um, but I do let them know that they won't be learning much in terms of actually photography and the skill of photography because the phones kind of do it all for them. Mm. And when I tell them that, they kind of go, oh, oh. and they're really intrigued, yeah. Um, and all this, you know, TikTok and Snapchat and all that, you know, they're very intrigued about it all. And then, you know, I can tell them that, uh, you know, we can make stuff like that if you wanted to, but, you know, you need to have patience and to learn to it, stuff like that. They get really intrigued and really invested in it. But yeah, some of them do come along with their phones just thinking, oh, you know, I can't really know all this. And then actually when we talk about it, uh, they realise it's a bit more to it. And uh, it's quite funny actually, you know, teaching them uh, about technology that they're so used to now, you know, uh, something as simple as film. I actually asked a couple last week, you know, why do you think it's called film? And they're like, uh, uh, oh, I don't know. And uh, yeah, so when I explained to them what actually film used to be, you know, yeah, it was quite funny, um, but also really showed my age. <laughs> so yeah, it's been very interesting. <laughs> and is that what, because again, you're saying, you know, talking to kids who are brought up purely in the digital realm, yeah. I guess, never having used, you know, celluloid, or even knowing what it was, is that what they're chiefly interested in about? When they come along, are they thinking about, oh gosh, I'd love to make a movie or a short film or something? Or is it more something that they're wanting to sort of get stuff up on TikTok, do something? on youtube or whatever it's actually surprisingly a mix um so you get some that just come in that are like oh i want to do video games or you know snapchat tiktok or they'll just learn about it and then you've got others that come in um that are like old souls you know um you know they should have been born in the, the 1980s some of them you know what i mean um i've got um a young person at the moment that's just happy making a video game that's a side scroller you know, which I'm like, where have they been in my life? You know, rather than trying to ask me to do something like, um, I don't know, Call of Duty or something. You know what I mean? Something really, uh, really advanced. So, yeah, there's a real mix. It's really split. It's quite interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say, really. <laughs> Okie dokie. So, open for anyone. Uh, you mentioned the gear as well. So, if someone's thinking, I'd like to go along, but I don't even have an iPhone or something, that's still cool. Yeah, so obviously it's a first come, first serve sort of basis because we haven't, we haven't got a limited amount of. Uh, uh, not software, um, stuff in, um, equipment. Um, But we do have um, what is available um, when I was at college. Um, So it's like your Canon cameras, um, DSLRs, um, but they're nothing like high-tech or fancy, nothing to be scared of or anything like that. And we've got a basic camcorder as well, video camcorder, um, and a shotgun mic as well. So it gets them used to some of the basic kind of equipment to get them kind of like, oh, I can actually you know, feel comfortable and confident doing this. And hopefully, if they get inspired, they can go to college and be like, oh, I recognise some of this gear, and so on and so forth. That's the idea of it as well. Cool. So that's a great grounding then, as you say, if someone think they've got kicking the heels in the summer, thinking, oh, you know, I wouldn't mind dabbling in that, and mm-hmm. who knows, could be something they could go on and do to greater depth at a later time. Yeah, yeah, that's the idea, is that they kind of have a bit more of a, a stand-in, so they're not just uh, kind of lost, you know, or if uh, they really want to maybe 
get a bit of a head start in the college course that they can pop down as well you know if they're 16 17 and they don't have access to the equipment the same as their colleagues uh, colleagues um classmates or whatever they can come down and borrow some equipment as well so there is some loaning equipment as well with wild track um, again it's only uh, limited though because of the uh, equipment that we have but yeah there's quite i want to be able to make it um accessible uh, to as much as possible as well um but yeah so wild tracks multimedia a uh, little workshop and uh, we're doing a photography in the summer which should be good. Hi I'm Ali I work for the Alman Arts Council and the arts team I also don many hats at Kensington Arts as well. Which is where we're at now and just catching up with uh, some of the uh, leaders team leaders who are doing the uh, workshops through the summer always a, a super busy time here at KA. Yes very much so um, and such a variety of things for everybody to do who maybe doesn't normally think that there's a lot going on here there is even during the summer um obviously with kai and anna doing some very interesting workshops and you can um go on kensington arts website to have a look at the, the programs that are on at the moment um during the summer for the, f- the 14th to the 18th of august and do you get again do you think a lot of people as you suggested there don't sometimes realize these things are running for their kids in the summer yes um and also they're very affordable as well um, and the pricing structure is on our website as well and I think people will be quite pleasantly surprised about the pricing structure of just how much is on for the price as well so during term time as well um, you have art tank um, during term time which is also very affordable and sound check um, which is also for adults as well as children. I suppose it's just a great way in many ways. You think, well, what better way, particularly for young folk now who maybe don't always get a chance to express their creative side of, the, of their personality. This is a, a really wonderful way, I think, to spend a few days of your summer break actually being super creative. And you just don't know what it might go on to, to become in your life. Uh, well, this is the creative hub, I think, for that. You, you couldn't have a, a better facility and place and welcoming space for all um to express their creativity um it's really the the only place i think um that does that on the island at the moment um, and makes it affordable as well and welcoming it is always a smile or something on probably a cup of tea locking around if someone asks as well uh and just finally then give us the details there's always stuff going on throughout the summer and throughout term times as well at KA people want to find out more best place to go to the website yep Kensington Arts um they can go and have a look on there they can also check all the socials as well so you've got Wild Tracks Facebook page you've got Art Tanks Facebook page and Soundcheck but also Kensington Arts is the main um Facebook page that we use at the moment which is connected to the website so if you ever wanted to book anything just go straight to the website Spotlight brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council Speaking of young folk, what, I hear you ask is there for young folk at the Wordy Extravaganza which is this year's Litfest What's going on for young folk at the Wordy Extravaganza which is this year's Litfest? Exactly, well the answer is plenty, as Helen Jessup told me. So this year we've got um, Clara Vulliami coming over. So a lot of people will know her mum, Shirley Hughes, who wrote the Alfie books, very, very popular um, children's author and illustrator. Um, Clara's now a well-known author-illustrator in her own right. She's coming over. She'll be doing um, school visits as part of Schools Day on the Friday, where we send all the visiting authors around local schools as, as a free sort of gift to the schools to get children um, to experience 
um, the arts and writing and illustrating, things like that. So she'll be doing that. And then on the Saturday, during the day, um, we're still ironing out some of the fine details with the family library, but she'll be at the family library. She'll be doing some reading. She'll be doing some illustrating, possibly a little bit of workshopping. So if children want to come and do their own drawings, she's recently released a book called um, Dog Squad, which is like a investigative dog mashup um which is, boggles. i know there's the things that people come up with it's incredible um so we're really really excited for that and it's just nice to be able to offer something for the children in a central location it's completely free you don't have to book just turn up come and listen to um her reading some of her stories come and join in with the activities and just have a lovely time and that's really nice as you say and, and i suppose important as well for for some literature and the written word and spoken word to get people interested when they're young because you know if you get them people interested now and i know there's perhaps a feeling now that all young children spend all their time just on their phone and devices and the written word and something on the page isn't the same. I don't think it's necessarily true. It's just a change in technology maybe, but it's really great if you get people interested in reading and poetry and the art form at a young age, then that's they'll usually stick with it for life, Yeah, which is nice. Lovely. Okie dokie. Anything else coming up? Yeah, so we've got uh, Elise uh, down, down and coming over. So Elise is a runner who um, one day woke up and decided she was going to run the entire of the coastline of Britain. Um, Having never done much running before other than a marathon in which she had dressed as a crayon and was subsequently dubbed the crying crayon. (laughs) So uh, it's clearly not gone. Promising start. (laughs) Super well. But so she ran the entirety of the coast. wrote a book about it the book is incredible it's so funny it's so inspirational and uplifting um i've i don't read a lot of non non-fiction i really enjoyed it i thought it was so so good i'm really excited for her coming over there's a really good little um community of running runners on the isle of man we've got a brilliant coast so those two groups hopefully can come together and um, we can hit both of those groups with an event that, that promises to be really, really inspirational. She she's also um, now does sort of like those motivational speaking events and things like mm. that. So she's a really, really good speaker, really funny book, really good book. So hopefully people really enjoy it because, you know, it really hits a lot of the things we have on the Isle of Man. You know, we've got a gorgeous coastline. And um, yeah, it'll be. She's really excited to come over and see our coastline. Maybe she'll come over and do a full lap do of that. Lap, you yeah. never know. There'd be a good book in that, isn't there? A lap, my lap of the island. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it would take her much less time. <laughs> well, yes, there. compared to Britain, I'd yes. imagine. Yeah, she could knock that off in a few yeah. days. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One would think rather her than me, mind you. Okay, uh, that sounds very good. So a real broad spectrum. Yes. We'll just quickly nip back to the very, very start of the festival, which is the Tuesday, the 26th. So we are opening the festival with our um, Book Fanatics quiz. So that's a much more relaxed sort of event. If you like a quiz, even if you don't know much about books, I find it doesn't matter because Rob Cope, who writes it, has... Um, such a broad array of questions mm-hmm. that no one seems to know the answer to all of them <laughs> some of them are very niche but it's such a good night it's such a lot of fun um and it'd be nice for you know a new team maybe to come and knock the uh, the winners off the top spot because um, uh, there's some people who win every year they get yeah. very smug and well, I think no it's time it. to uh, 
to knock them down a peg or two. <laughs> but no, it's it's such a good event, lots of fun, and um, that's going to hopefully be at Noah. So nice venue, nice vibe to it, and just just come and have a laugh, even if you uh, don't know much about books. You know, you can just come and get stuck in with the whole atmosphere yeah. of it and it, that's going to kick off the festival we'll have loads of information there about the rest of the festival as well so it's a good sort of fact finding mission if you still can't find out what you need to know loads of the team will be there so you can always come and harass us for answers if there's anything uh, you need to know and it's yeah it's just a fab fab night out you know bring a group of workmates group of friends why not have a drink and you never know. You, it might be one of those years where you, all of the questions are, are geared just, you, just to you. You know everyone. You know, yeah. it, it's not impossible. So that's a great opener. What's the the finale? The final event is. So the, the final event is, is that. So Jay's poetry about event, and then Elisa's. So on the same night. Yeah. So quite close together. We'll have yeah. one. Yeah. Have a break, and then the other. So it finishes on a nice sort of uplifting. A little bit of poetry. A little bit of running inspirational and then we can all go and have a really good sleep <laughs> and think about <laughs> yes think about 2024 uh, yes and continue already. thinking about 24 uh, marvellous uh, really uh, yeah really broad spectrum there as you say it sounds terrific already i must admit uh, and plenty of time yet to uh, get in there so people tickets coming out shortly so if people want to find out more and then obviously be able to book tickets and such like where do they go uh, so at the moment a lot of the updates are going up on our facebook page uh, you just search for Manx Lit Fest in the search bar and we should pop right up. Uh, we've got the website where news is slowly starting to go on and links to the tickets will be going onto the Facebook page and the website. And that should be over the next couple of weeks. We'll get them up and out and they'll be, we'll do a big announcement then that, that they're ready and on sale and to, you know, get your groups together. If you're coming to any of the group ones, get them booked. or And especially if you're planning to come to gin and poetry events. They're always very, very popular, so uh, grab your tickets quickly. Young or old, there really is something for everyone at LitFest 23. Search for LitFest on Facebook. Links to tickets available there shortly, if not already. The Man and Art Group, we heard uh, about their show last week, gearing up for their summer exhibition in Ramsey later this month, and we heard from uh, the president, Ronnie Doyle. Well, while he was in the studio... Ronnie told me more about the society itself and what it did, how it worked, and I asked whether it was separate from the Isle of Man Art Society. Very separate group, and in fact, I think we were the first one. It was formed in 1949 by Sir Sidney Wadsworth, and he only started the whole thing off, really, because of his wife. She was uh, a budding artist, I believe, at the time. And interestingly, uh, amongst the uh, first members were William Hoggett, uh, John Nicholson and John Aiken. Some well-known names there. Some quite well-known names, yeah. So we, we all have a lot to live up to. Um, but it's a, it has progressed like all these art groups over the years. It's had its ups and downs. But we've got um, very good membership. We've got about 87 people in it and about 30 or so people attend each Monday. Um, it's First of all, it's fun. And it's a nice place to be because... Nobody is uh, too precious about themselves. We're all there to help each other. Um, so it's a, it's a good atmosphere. And we've, we've had lots of new people coming in over the last several years. In fact, we're always looking out for new people. And the younger, the better, really, because they're the lifeblood of the whole, uh, 
art group. And all, all these people, are they all based around the north of the island? Or, or? Mostly they are. Mm. The odd one uh, comes a little bit of a distance. We used to have people coming from Peel, which if you've lived across or from Ireland, from Peel, it's only down the road. But um, yeah, we've people who uh, come from maybe the, not the far end of the island, but people travel a little bit, mostly though from the north of the island and Ramsey itself. But the membership is open to, to anyone who, who membership wants is to always join. Yeah, it is hard. It's open. And as I say, we're always trying to encourage new people. One of the things we suffered from for years was a lack of male members, but we've got a lot more men now. So there's a better balance. And it uh, it's interesting to see how it influences the type of art we produce. So, yeah, we've got a really good um, good mix of people but all very positive and lovely, as I say, friendly atmosphere and filled with enthusiasm. It's a great... I look forward to it every Monday going down. Uh, we work through from 10 until 1. Uh, we have the hall. I always arrive with a crowd of others about half nine. But it's a, it's a great... It's a great place to be. And where is that? Do you meet to say that? We, yeah, we meet at uh, St. Paul's Hall, mm -hmm. right beside St. Paul's Church Market Square in Ramsey. Yeah. So it's it's a lovely venue, lovely and light, great place to be. Marvellous. And there is the exhibition coming up, I think a regular summer exhibition you do of members' work. So that's, uh, let me see now, the Wednesday, the 26th of July. Uh, I've got it down here as the actual dates of the opening, 27th, I think, till the 5th, 5th of August. Okay, dokie But yeah, and it's right through the day it's open. Slightly shorter hours on a Sunday, but it's uh, yeah open right through from the 27th of July to the 5th of August. And one other factor that the the group do outside of the direct exhibition we're talking about there are the Meet the Artist date. Yes, the Meet the Artist, which is my favourite uh, time in the year, is usually late in October. And again, it's, it's a, displaying the work you do, but making available for sale what you do. And a lot of people also sell cards of uh, prints of their work and I sell actual prints as well but the thing I started a few years ago was um, a workshop so I'd carry out a workshop I'd just bring all my gear with me and do a watercolour workshop or a pen and wash and people like that because children can be involved and, and to me like any uh, organisation it's only as strong as the youth coming into it so I'm fairly passionate that I make available a workshop facility at Meet the Artists in October so that the young people, doesn't matter whether they're tiny tots or teenagers, uh, come along and they can actually pick up a brush and I'll show them how to paint in watercolour. And that is always a great success. Wonderful. And that's, yes, in, sort of inspiring the next generation as well. Exactly. Yeah, yeah it's possible. And again, that exhibition is from July the 27th to August the 5th. Lots of the work is for sale. Make a note in your diary and drop in.
That's more or less it. Don't forget, by the way, the Full Monty currently running at the Gaiety. We heard from last week here on Spotlight. The show runs to the 22nd. Two shows on the Saturday. I hope lots of legs are broken in the theatrical sense. But even though it's a Manx show, hopefully no breakage of third legs. I'll leave it there. That's about it this week. Don't forget, if you want to hear anything again, why wouldn't you? Go to manxradio.com, download the Spotlight podcast and listen where you want. Why not try it? Worth knitting a 132nd scale model of the Villa Marina. Try it. See you next week. And don't forget, whatever you're doing, be creative about it. Cheerio. Cheerio.